Now we shall be reading Part 6 of Lesson 13, Arbitration and Conciliation Act, 1996, of Paper 1, Jurisprudence, Interpretation and General Laws. 13.21 Correction and Interpretation of Award, Additional Award Subsection 1 of Section 33 provides that, within 30 days from the receipt of the arbitral award, unless another period of time has been agreed upon by the parties. a. A party, with notice to the other party, may request the arbitral tribunal to correct any computation errors, any clerical or typographical errors or any other errors of a similar nature occurring in the award. b. If so agreed by the parties, a party, with notice to the other party, may request the arbitral tribunal to give an interpretation of a specific point or part of the award. Further, subsection 2 of section 33 states that if the arbitral tribunal considers the request made under subsection 1 to be justified, it shall make the correction or give the interpretation within 30 days from the receipt of the request and the interpretation shall form part of the arbitral award. Further, subsection 3 of section 33 states that the arbitral tribunal may correct any error of the type referred to in Clause A of subsection 1 on its own initiative within 30 days from the date of the arbitral award. Subsection 4 of section 33 provides that unless otherwise agreed by the parties, a party with notice to the other party may request, within 30 days from the receipt of the arbitral award, the arbitral tribunal to make an additional arbitral award as to claims presented in the arbitral proceedings but omitted from the arbitral award. Subsection 5 of Section 33 provides that if the arbitral tribunal considers the request made under Subsection 4 to be justified, it shall make the additional arbitral award within 60 days from the receipt of such request. Under Subsection 6 of Section 33, the arbitral tribunal may extend if necessary, the period of time within which it shall make a correction, give an interpretation or make an additional arbitral award under subsection 2 or subsection 5. Subsection 7 of section 33 states that section 31 shall apply to a connection or interpretation of the arbitral award or to an additional arbitral award made under this section. 13.22 Application for setting aside arbitral award. Subsection 1 of section 34 provides that recourse to a court against an arbitral award may be made only by an application by setting aside such award in accordance with subsection 2 and subsection 3. Subsection 2 of section 34 states that an arbitral award may be set aside by the court only if a. The party making the application furnishes proof that 1. A party was under some incapacity or 2. The arbitration agreement is not valid under the law to which the parties have subjected it or failing any indication thereon under the law for the time being in force or 3. The party making the application was not given proper notice of the appointment of an arbitrator or of the arbitral proceedings, or was otherwise unable to present his case, or 4. The arbitral award deals with a dispute not contemplated by 
are not falling within the terms of the submission to arbitration or it contains decisions on matters beyond the scope of the submission to arbitration, provided that if the decisions on matters submitted to arbitration can be separated from those not so submitted, only that part of the arbitral award which contains decisions on matters not submitted to arbitration may be set aside. Or 5. The composition of the arbitral tribunal or the arbitral procedure was not in accordance with the agreement of the parties, unless such agreement was in conflict with the provision of this part, from which the parties cannot derogate, or, failing such agreement, was not in accordance with this part, or, b. The court finds that, 1. The subject matter of the dispute is not capable of settlement by arbitration under the law, for the time being in force, or, 2. The arbitral award is in conflict with the public policy of India. Explanation 1. For the avoidance of any doubt, it is clarified that an award is in conflict with the public policy of India only if 1. The making of the award was induced or affected by fraud or corruption or was in violation of Section 75 or Section 81. Or 2. It is in contravention with the fundamental policy of Indian law. Or 3. It is in conflict with the most basic notions of morality or justice. Explanation 2. For the avoidance of doubt, the test as to whether there is a contravention with the fundamental policy of Indian law shall not entail a review on the merits of the dispute. As per subsection 2a of section 34, an arbitral award arising out of arbitrations other than international commercial arbitrations may also be set aside by the court if the court finds that the award is vitiated by patent illegality appearing on the face of the award, provided that an award shall not be set aside merely on the ground of an erroneous application of the law or by reappreciation of evidence. Subsection 3 of Section 34 provides that an application for setting aside may not be made after three months have elapsed from the date on which the party making that application had received the arbitral award or if a request had been made under Section 33 from the date on which that request had been disposed of by the arbitral tribunal. Provided that if the court is satisfied that the applicant was prevented by sufficient cause from making the application within the said period of three months, it may entertain the application within a further period of 30 days, but not thereafter. Under subsection 4 of section 34, on receipt of an application under subsection 1, the court may, where it is appropriate and it is so requested by a party, adjourn the proceedings for a period of time determined by it in order to give the arbitral tribunal an opportunity to resume the arbitral proceedings or to take such other action as in the opinion of arbitral tribunal will eliminate the grounds for setting aside the arbitral award. As per subsection 5 of section 34, an application under this section shall be filed by a party only after issuing a prior notice to the other party and such application shall be accompanied by an affidavit by the applicant endorsing compliance with the said requirement. Under subsection 6 of section 34, an application under this section shall be disposed of expeditiously and in any event 
within a period of one year from the date on which the notice referred to in subsection 5 is served upon the other party. 13.23 Finality of Arbitral Awards and Enforcement Section 35 provides that an arbitral award made under the Act is final and binding on the parties and persons claiming under them respectively. Enforcement Subsection 1 of Section 36 provides that where the time for making an application to set aside the arbitral award under Section 34 has expired, then, subject to the provisions of Subsection 2, such award shall be enforced in accordance with the provisions of the Code of Civil Procedure 1908, in the same manner as if it were a decree of the Court. Further, Subsection 2 of Section 36 provides that where an application to set aside the arbitral award has been filed in the court under Section 34, the filing of such an application shall not by itself render the award unenforceable unless the court grants an order of stay of the operation of the said arbitral award in accordance with the provisions of Subsection 3 on a separate application made for that purpose. Subsection 3 of Section 36 states that upon filing of an application under Subsection 2 for stay of the operation of the arbitral award, the court may, subject to such conditions as it may deem fit, grant stay of the operation of such award for reason to be recorded in writing, provided that the court shall, while considering the application for grant of stay in the case of an arbitral award for payment of money, have due regard to the provisions for grant of stay of a money decree under the provisions of the Code of Civil Procedure 1908. 13.23.1 Appealable Orders Subsection 1 of Section 37 provides that an appeal shall lie from the following orders and from no others to the court authorized by law to hear appeals from original decrees of the court passing the order, namely, refusing to refer the parties to arbitration under Section 8. A. Granting or refusing to grant any measure under Section 9. B. Setting aside or refusing to set aside an arbitral award under Section 34. Further, Subsection 2 of Section 37 provides that appeal shall also lie to a court from an order of the arbitral tribunal. A. Accepting the plea referred to in Subsection 2 or Subsection 3 of Section 16. Or B. Granting or refusing to grant an interim measure under Section 17. Subsection 3 of Section 37 states that no second appeal shall lie from an order passed in appeal under this section. But nothing in this section shall affect or take away any right to appeal to the Supreme Court. 13.24 Deposits As per subsection 1 of section 38, the arbitral tribunal may fix the amount of the deposit or supplementary deposit, as the case may be, as an advance for the costs referred to in subsection 8 of section 31 which it expects will be incurred in respect of the claim submitted to it, provided that where, apart from the claim, a counterclaim has been submitted to the arbitral tribunal, it may fix separate amount of deposit for the claim and counterclaim. Further, subsection 2 of section 38 states that the deposit referred to in subsection 1 shall be payable in equal shares by the parties, provided that, where one party fails to pay his share of the deposit, the other party may pay that share. Provided further that, 
where the other party also does not pay the aforesaid share in respect of the claim or the counterclaim, the arbitral tribunal may suspend or terminate the arbitral proceedings in respect of such claim or counterclaim as the case may be. Subsection 3 of Section 38 provides that upon termination of the arbitral proceedings, the arbitral tribunal shall render an accounting to the parties of the deposits received and shall return any unexpected balance to the party or parties as the case may be. 13.24.1 Lien on arbitral awards and deposits as to costs Subsection 1 of Section 39 provides that subject to the provisions of Subsection 2 and to any provision to the contrary in the arbitration agreement, the arbitral tribunal shall have a lien on the arbitral award for any unpaid costs of the arbitration. Subsection 2 of Section 39 states that if in any case an arbitral tribunal refuses to deliver its award except on payment of the costs demanded by it, the court may, on an application in this behalf, order that the arbitral tribunal shall deliver the arbitral award to the applicant on payment into court by the applicant of the costs demanded and shall, after such inquiry, if any, as it thinks fit, further order that, out of the money so paid into court, there shall be paid to the arbitral tribunal by way of costs such sum as the court may consider reasonable and that the balance of the money, if any, shall be refunded to the applicant. As per subsection 3 of section 39, an application under subsection 2 may be made by any party unless the fees demanded have been fixed by written agreement between him and the arbitral tribunal and the arbitral tribunal shall be entitled to appear and be heard on any such application. Under subsection 4 of section 39, the court may make such orders as it thinks fit, respecting the costs of the arbitration where any question arises respecting such costs and the arbitral award contains no sufficient provision concerning them. With this, we end part 6 of Audio Lesson 13, Arbitration and Conciliation Act 1996. Please do listen to the next part.